Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Wednesday, and the entire NFL world is waiting. One Aaron Charles Rodgers and the New York Jets and Green Bay Packers to work out whatever they're going to work out. But while we wait, uh, I wanted to talk about Jordan Love, the man who the Packers seem to be placing their faith in to lead them going forward, provided that a deal gets done to send Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets, as it appears is going to happen. It's fascinating to me to watch some of this kind of narrative and uh, doubt maybe creep in a little bit with some fans and vitriol uh, with some other fans and all the, the basic kind of muddling through that uh, the fan base is having to go through here this last kind of 48 hours or so once it became very clear that the Rodgers to Jets thing was more than just uh, a rumor. Uh, to me, it's going to be fascinating to see not only, say, if Jordan is becomes the starter and has that first start at Lambeau Field, whatever it might be, a, a noon kickoff, a primetime game, what whatever uh, the NFL puts in front of him, I'm fascinated to see the reception the first time he steps onto that field as the starting quarterback. Um, it's not something that, you know, that comes around a whole a whole lot. I, I know people replay the clips of Rodgers' first start against the Vikings and that incredible first touchdown pass that he has. And uh, those are kind of memories that are seared into our brains as fans. And to think that we're on the precipice of kind of beginning again, right, at a position where a lot of the league, most fan bases are dealing with this all the time. And it's very rare that you think, oh, this is the long-term guy. Like sometimes you maybe have that feeling if you draft a guy high in the draft. Um, but even then, we've seen on many occasions where these guys who are all pumped up and propped up and give fan bases tons of hope, all it takes is like two or three years, and all of a sudden that same fan base is right back where they were, um, either disgruntled with their quarterback or full of hope for a new draft choice. Packers fans haven't been through that. We have been so solid at the position for so long. And yes, there was the messy kind of switch from Favre to Rodgers, as it seems a lot of people on the internet have forgotten. But um, yeah, this idea that, and it's we've talked about it here on Packers Daily, this, this switch from trying to hang on and make something happen with a quarterback who has been around forever, making that change to starting something new. It's not an everyday occurrence in Green Bay. It's not something that happens. And I'm very, very excited to see Jordan Love take the field and start something of his own. Um, but I am fascinated to see his, the reception he gets from the fan base. I do think, and we were talking about it a bit on the Discord today, I do think the tenor is healthier this time around. Even with the Twitter back and forth, even with all of the um, kind of negativity you'll find in certain quarters of the fan base because of Aaron and how he's gone about this. And I know people can get frustrated with having to wait the, the quote unquote drama, the headlines each and every week. And I understand that, but never forget that Aaron has posited and said out loud many, many times that he would prefer to stay a green Bay Packer for the remainder of his career, for the entirety of his career. Something he's talked. I mean, as recently as last summer, you know, about ending his career in Green Bay and staying with the franchise for the entirety of his career. And because of that, it's hard to work up, I would think, 
whenever he ends up moving on, and that probably very well could be hell while we're chatting here live. But whenever that trade maybe you know gets announced, it's hard to do anything other as a Packers fan, even if you are completely ready to move on, like myself and many other fans. But it's hard to feel anything other than gratitude. It's hard to feel anything other than just respect and to be completely thankful for everything Rodgers has done for the Green Bay Packers, for the organization, helping bring Lombardi back, all the years of contending, all the incredible Sunday afternoons, nights, Monday nights, what have you, of just insane touchdown throws and plays that no other human could make. We watched years of that. And just to feel gratitude towards that in a way that I think a lot of fans did not feel for Brett Favre because of his very open kind of public desire to go to a hated rival and quote, stick it to Ted Thompson, stick it to the Packers. And look, Brett had his reasons and I'm not, we don't need to rehash all of that, but I think that difference is the, the major one for me where I, I just get the sense that, you know, Aaron, for all the vitriol and all the kind of, I don't know, all the flame wars and all the uh, contention we see every day on Twitter around this subject, it's just going to be, I think, an outpouring of respect and gratitude, which will help Jordan Love. It, there, it's not going to be, there will always be naysayers and there will always be people who are, you know, trying to say, I told you so, rather than rooting for their team. That That type of fan will never die, but... I just think there will be a little bit more support around Jordan from the fan base uh, than there was around Aaron, which was very fractured. It was very fractured um, back when they made that change. So my hope is that, you know, he takes the field at first start in Lambeau and it's just to a monster ovation, uh, just a huge kind of swell of support, groundswell of support from the Packers fans in attendance. That's, that's my hope. That's my dream. And that's where I think we're headed. But got a lot of ball game left. I mean, who knows? For all we know, the Jets will play hardball. The Packers won't blink. And then we'll be back with Aaron Rodgers as the starter. And we'll be back here next year talking about the same stuff. Uh, shout out to Rob for uh, the $5. Uh, I guess it's a super sticker. I'm not quite sure. Or a erstwhile super chat that didn't have a chat. But thank you. Really appreciate the support. Um, I'm going to pause before I hit the comments and let you guys know or remind you as longtime viewers and listeners know that the Cheesehead TV 2023 Pro Football Draft Guide is dropping on April 3rd. There's no pre-sale this year. Just April 3rd. It's going to be available on the Cheesehead TV shop, the same place where you get our merch. It's going to be available there as a digital download April 3rd. So be there or be square. The Cheesehead TV 2023 Pro Football Draft Guide. For Packers fans, by Packers fans, we've been doing it for 13 years. It's an amazing piece of content. Hope you all line up and get yourself one of those on the third. Hello to everybody in the comments. Big B is here. What's up, Big B? How you doing, buddy? <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Mimsy's here. What's up, Mimsy? Thanks for the super chat. Do I live in an echo chamber, or does it seem like most fans are ready to move on? This contract is atrocious. It seems like Green Bay has no leverage. I mean, the leverage that Green Bay has <laughs> in this instance with this specific team in the Jets is their alternatives on offer. I mean, it is a stark 
drop-off from Aaron Rodgers to whatever else they might uh, throw out there under center week one if they don't get Aaron Rodgers. You know, I know they had their dalliance with Derek Carr. It's very clear they told Carr that Rodgers was their preference. Undoubtedly why, what spurred him on to sign uh, with the Saints. You know, it, they don't have a lot of leverage because of the contract in general. Uh, there's no doubt. And the Jets could try to play hardball a little bit because of it. I would suspect, as others have posited on the internet, I think there probably will be some conversation about the Packers paying a portion of the salary to try and improve that draft stock a little bit on offer from the Jets to try and get that first round pick, uh, 13th overall. But uh, yeah, you know, I don't think you live in an echo chamber, by the way. I, I think there are there's an overwhelming kind of feeling of preparedness and readiness to move on from much of the fan base. And I'm not saying everybody. I know there's certainly a vocal section of the fan base that I hear from constantly that um, are not ready to move on. But I think for the most part, uh, the majority are. Vex, thanks for the super chat. Since we're kind of repeating the Favre breakup, this really has shown how insane the breakup between four and Packers was. It really kind of does. You're not joking. I mean, as funny as it was to see people yesterday when people were tracking the Jets' flight to California to talk to Rodgers, um, people were like, was, is this what the Favre thing was like? I was like, yeah, it was, but it was crazier. I mean, it, the Ed Werder every day on the lawn, uh, all of this stuff about, would it be Tampa? Would it be New York? Where, all that stuff. And then all the drama around, after that happened, you had Favre retiring, quote unquote, from the Jets and then getting released from the Jets. And then the flights to Minnesota, you know, from Minnesota down to Hattiesburg, all of that. I mean, it was years. I mean, that was like a three, four year stretch. I don't, I don't, I don't miss it. Dan, thanks for the super chat. Hello, Nags. Is Mike Renner coming on as a guest? Oh, I think you mean Renner coming on as a guest before the draft. He knows his football for sure. Absolutely, Dan. Actually, I talked to Mike uh, at the combine this past week. Uh, he'll certainly be on. He was on last year to talk draft, and he'll be on this year as well. No question about it. Uh, what else we got? Aaron Jones is the most important Aaron on the team, says Tommy. Well, you're not incorrect. I think as far as um, just the all effectiveness and efficiency of the offense, get him the ball, man. Get him the ball. Quinn, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, non-Rogers comment, but I remember after Mahomes got his contract, you said in a few years it was going to be a steal right on the money. Well, thanks for remembering that. I think, you know, I, he's such a special case because he is such an insanely talented player, clearly the most valuable player in the league. Um, you can't deny what you see with your own eyes when it comes to just his pure playmaking ability. Very, very rare player. Um, but I will say, it's kind of the nature of the quarterback position now. You know, when these deals get signed, people start hemming and hawing and saying, I said the same thing about Rodgers last year when the stuff came out about, oh, he wants 50 million and people thought that was insane. And it's like, he should ask for 60. That's what I said, because these contracts in the market only goes up, right? And it's not that, you know, okay, Daniel Jones gets 40 million and people freak out. But it's like in two years, 40 million, that's, going to be maybe not the bargain, but it's going to be the going rate for a mid-level kind of quarterback, right? I mean, Geno Smith got paid what? Geno Smith has bounced around the league for how long? One good year. Granted, 
looked really nice in, in Seattle in that offense, but suddenly he's getting the money he's getting. The, the contracts, it always feels like sticker shock when we see these quarterback deals. But, man, if you're a team, you know you've locked these guys in. That number, I remember Dak Prescott got paid. Remember when Dak Prescott got paid? People lost their minds about how much the Cowboys had given him. You know? Now his deal looks just right on track. So I just, I mean, thank you, but it just feels like everybody, every single quarterback deal that gets done kind of just forget everything that's happened the last like 10 years when it comes to paying quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, I'm not saying like teams don't make mistakes. I'm not saying that like every single guy deserves what he gets because of course that's not the case, but that's they pay what the market will bear. And that is the market. So, but I think, you know, where you're, where it's such a win for Kansas city is the length of the deal. Obviously I know there are points somewhat, you know, pressure points within that kind of 10 year framework where they can probably get back to the negotiating table, but um, meaning Mahomes and his, his team, but man, I mean, you get that, that player locked in that long. That is such a huge W. I mean, pay whatever you want at that point. If you can get that length, it's great. Big cheese. Thanks for the super chat. Don't know if you talked about it, but what do you make of Albert Breer saying the Jets could get Aaron Rodgers for less than a first round pick? Uh, that's what I was talking about a little bit before. Um, and I did, I just tweeted that out from, from Albert saying that he thinks that they wouldn't have to give up the 13th overall pick. And I, I do think if things are straight up, there's a good chance that they, the, the Jets won't have to, but if the Packers do agree to pay some of the salary, maybe get a little bit, a little extra motivation for the Jets to give them a little bit more. Maybe. I mean, who knows with Woody Johnson involved, how desperate he is to make this happen. I think that's probably what the Packers are somewhat banking on. Um, I'm just saying, like, look, do I think trading for Rodgers should, you know, or would they ask for the first round book? Should they try to get or should they get the first rounder from the Jets? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. That makes a world of sense. I'm just saying, don't be shocked if it doesn't happen. If it's the parameters are something else, that's not going to shock me. I mean, will I be disappointed? Of course I will. I'm a Packers fan. I want that first round pick. I'm just not going to be like going crazy if it doesn't happen. Uh, Abdul, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Aaron, NFL Network said Jets want us to pay part of 12 salary. That's what I was just saying. How likely do you see that happening? Also, I'd be disappointed if we don't get a one. Would you? Uh, well, I just answered that question i mean it'd be disappointing but i won't be surprised um as far as do i see them paying part of 12 salary i mean everything's negotiable right and i have little doubt that's probably somewhat some of the things that are being bandied about back and forth between green bay and new york as we sit here and talk um or perhaps throughout this day leading up this to this moment but yeah is it possible sure everything's on the table at this point I mean, don't forget, as as much as I, I talk about, like, okay, yes, if the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers, their, you know, po their alternatives drop significantly as far as talent level and cachet and all of that. But on the flip side, the Packers are very clearly ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers and go and make Jordan the starter. But if the Jets don't play ball, what are their alternatives? There's no market. There is no other team 
bidding for Aaron's services. That's a problem. And the Jets know that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All negotiable. All negotiable. John, thanks for the Super Chat. Absolutely love 12 and all he's done for Green Bay. That being said, the team built around J-Lo would still be really good. The NFC is down a bit overall. The time for change is now, I hope. I tend to agree, man. I think it's going to be tricky with Jordan if they do make this trade. It doesn't severely restrict, I guess, if you're trying to uh, put words to it. But it will restrict their ability in free agency. Definitely significantly alters how much money they have to play with. So um, the draft is going to be big. And not only this year's draft, but last year's draft. That class they had last year was very, very promising. They need that class, the 2021 class, to continue to improve upon the strong showing they had, for the most part, their rookie season. Because Jordan loves support. That's where it's going to come from. It's most likely not going to come from big names and free agency. What else we got, folks? What else we got? John, thanks again. Could the Jets make a run at Lamar as well? I mean, I think they could, but I don't think they're going to. It doesn't sound like <clears throat> it doesn't sound like there's uh, much uh, interest league wide in doing the Ravens negotiating for them. Big Mike says love season. I hear you, baby. If Rogers stays, get Devonte Adams. Devontae's ship has sailed, man. Love Devontae, but he ain't coming back. Jeezy Baby, thanks for the super chat. Family night when Favre came back was crazy. I just had uh, Luke uh, in my mentions uh, about that night the other day. Uh, maybe it was earlier this afternoon. I, all the days blend together during Roger's watch. But yeah, my I went with my oldest daughter. I mean, you talk about, again, talking about Roger's watch versus Favre watch. When Jordan Love is on, you know, throwing around as a starter on family night, People are not going to boo him for bad balls. Like, hell, he played last year and he threw that big touchdown pass. And, like, people are excited. And I think fans are genuinely behind Jordan Love in a way that I am telling you, people, I was there, as was Jeezy. Favre flew back that night on family night while Rodgers was his first summer as the starter. I'll never forget little Madeline, my Madeline, who's now 21, was 12 then and she was wearing an Aaron Rodgers jersey and she was so excited and we were there and Aaron threw a couple bad balls and then threw tried to hit Donald Driver in a red zone drill and got picked off and the booing was so loud it was shocking and Madeline got upset because like this is the first Packers player she'd ever liked and she didn't care about the Packers she didn't care about Brett Favre whatever but she really liked Aaron Rodgers enough that she was wearing his jersey and people were booing him like a lot of people. I'm not talking one of those things where it's like, well, there was a smattering of boos. No, 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 no. There were boos, people, loud boos. And Madeline was so upset. She was like, why are they booing their own player? I was like, honey, it's complicated. But yeah, that was a rough summer, man. That was it was not fun. 
Not fun at all. Uh, AJ Young, thanks to the Super Chat. What do you think is the Packers' weakest position group? I mean, it's so in transition now until we kind of get into uh, the guts of the offseason and we don't really know who they might want to target until we know who the quarterback is. But I will say, I mean, it's got to be tight end, right? I mean, just with the idea that they're going to let Robert test the market, who knows if Big Dog is back. You got DeGuara, I guess, and Tyler Davis. That ain't a whole lot. So I would probably say tight end. The good thing is, is tight end is probably the strongest group in the draft. I'm telling you guys, I want that kid from Georgia. Oh, Washington. Oh, my God. He's got some drop issues, but what a freak. Uh, Ed Pierce, thanks for Super Chat. Outstanding opening statement today. I keep going back to what someone said a while ago. It's not that we hate Aaron Rodgers. It's that we love the Packers. I think that's perfectly stated, Ed. Accidental Hero, thanks for Super Chat. The Curly Lambeau breakup was even worse that Favre, and the Lombardi split led to 25 years of nothing. Are we just bad at breaking up? Possibly, but we have greatness before we do, so I'm down with it. Got to handle the breakups if you're, uh, you know, have the greatness. Everybody goes through it. I mean, the one kind of comparable, you know, going from great to great as far as QBs go, you know, the San Francisco 49ers, they had Montana and Young, and then they were awful. I mean, okay, they had Jeff Garcia, but please, you know, and then they were bad for a very, very, very long time, you know. People forget, man, the Packers beat up on the 49ers in the 90s. I miss it. <laughs> Vex, thanks for the Super Chat. I looked up the game versus the Bucks, and Aaron Jones only had six carries. Don't remind me. Why are we talking about this? It is March whatever. Don't be talking about it. Why you got to bring up old shit, man? You're going to get me all flustered. Get me all upset. Six carries. Jesus. Why are you trying to? Kill me here. Ryan, thank you for the super chat. Greatly appreciated. I believe the Packers felt that Rogers' heart wasn't in it last year, and that's why they're ready to move on. I think after they drafted Love, Roger, Rogers wasn't all in. The back to back MVPs was a way to stick it to Goody. All right. I don't, uh, I'm with you until that last part. I don't know if he's sticking it to Goody, other than, yeah, you really kind of looked in the mirror and said, yeah, I got, I got, it's time to shape up or ship out kind of thing, right? Uh, he talked to himself openly about going back and watching practice film from 2010. You know, I think, the, you know, the drafting of Jordan's definitely spurred him on, but I don't know if it was about Aaron trying to stick it to Goody. And I know we had the whole summer of discontent and the whole, you know, the reporting about the texts, about how he called him Jerry Krause and all those things. Um, but I truly think, you know, a chip on his shoulder, sure, but I don't know if he was sticking it to Goody. Um, and as far as your first point, Ryan, I, that sure feels like there's been plenty of reporting around that now where, yeah, I think they were a little miffed that they handed them this monster deal and then the dude just didn't show up to work for an offseason. I mean, maybe, and we'll never know, but maybe that was part of the conversation. Maybe Roger said, look, I don't want to be here in the offseason. And the Packers said, okay. And it was because he was coming off two MVPs that it was hard for them to say no. But you can't help but look at Mahomes. And the fact that he lost his number one wideout and they brought in a bunch of new people and he spent the entire offseason with those guys, including bringing them down to his place, whereas Rodgers fucked off and did whatever he wanted 
with all these rookies and new people and new faces. And the only time they saw him all offseason was three days of mandatory minicamp, which is actually two. I mean, comparison is the thief of joy, but it also can reveal some stuff. I'm just saying. Rob, thanks for the super chat. Imagine having Devontae and Watson on the same team. Oh, and Dobbs is a number three. Oh. You know, that made me so mad today. The the news that Hopkins is uh, open to like restructuring his deal or, you know, adjusting his deals for, to facilitate a trade. It's his damn deal that messed up the negotiations between Devontae and the Packers in the first place. All, you know, three years ago, whatever it was, when, you know, they were ready to extend Devontae and then the fucking Hopkins deal just screwed up the entire process because he wasn't on it. You know, he was on a different length of a contract and blah, blah, blah. The guaranteed money and who's going to be the highest paid dude and screwed up everything. Thanks for reminding me. Flambo, thanks for the super chat. Just saw my Spurs lose to Milan with only having two real chances to score, but at least we aren't having the year Chelsea is having. Aha! You tried to roast me about Chelsea talking about the Champions League. Oh, but I think Chelsea's moving on and I don't think Spurs are. Hell! Thanks for uh, the good news there, buddy. Made my afternoon. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. I mean, in Premier League play, we can't wish for a goal. Abdul, thanks for super chat. If Will Le- Levy or Richardson fall to fifteen or thirteen, if we get it, do you see us being tempted to pick them, or do you think we're one hundred percent behind Love? Oh, they are one hundred percent behind Love. I do think they should draft a quarterback this draft. I think they should look to one even late day two. I'd say use a third rounder on one if you have to. But uh, as far as like frontline guys potential starters no i don't see that happening um although it'd be fun if they took one in the second round and then we'd have uh, a new version undoubtedly a new version of merrill hodge talking about how very clearly this new dude is going to beat out aaron Rodgers, and that'll be a version of jordan love menace thanks to super chat help me understand this nags 12 says more than once it's not about the money but then takes 150 for three and hamstring the franchise to put talent around him okay uh, all right I mean, okay, we all know it's about the money. Let's not pretend like it's not, you know? They're not doing this out of the charity of their heart. These guys have worked their entire lives and gotten to the pinnacle of their profession. Yes, they should be compensated for it, especially if they're an all-time great, especially if they're coming off back-to-back MVP years. Like, yeah, it's about the money at some point. It has to be. I mean, they're the world's biggest stage, you know? It's like they are – people think of it like, oh, they just play football. They're entertainers. They're television stars. The highest rated show every week on television is Sunday Night Football. You know, who are they showing? We're not tuning in to watch the owner. We're not tuning in to watch the hot dog vendor. We're tuning in to watch Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, it's about the money. He should be paid. Like, a thousand percent he should be paid. And as far as, like, the hamstring and the franchise to put talent around him, they decreased his cap hit. That was the problem. Going into that final year of his deal, the cap hit was so kind of problematic. You know, they got the team got what it needed as far as cap relief goes. You know, the issue, of course, now the long term ramifications are uh, these guarantees and the things they are going to have to pay and the cap, the dead money when it's time to move on. But that was the trade off. They tried one last time to kick that can for Aaron Rodgers. The, tr- the trade-off, yes, was they had to pay him. I got no problem with Aaron's side on that. I mean, if I'm Aaron, I could have probably, I would have thought he probably could have got more. 
Coming off two MVP years? Lucky it's not worse. Uh, what we got, folks? What we got? Holy cow, I got so many to get to. Sorry, guys. A or Mark, 2018. That sounds like... <laughs> it sounds like something out of token, but then 2018 ruins it. Do we get a QB first round if A-Rod gets traded? No. No. They'll draft a quarterback, hopefully, but I would be shocked if it's in the first round. Fantastic. What's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Of all the tight ends, Mayer and Kincaid are the two I'm hoping for, like Washington, too, but Kincaid and Mayer really stood out to me. I love Kincaid. Uh, I love the fact that you can put it anywhere around him and he will catch it. Like you talk about uh, the surest hands I've seen at the position for a very long time. I mean, coming out anyway. Uh, yeah, love him. Mayor, I think, is a really good player. And I would, you know, look, I'm not going to be upset if they draft him, but um, I'm not as high on him as, as I guess the conventional wisdom is. But yeah, I'm not going to be upset if they take him. I think he's talented. Um, I'd be very surprised if they took any of those guys at 15, though. I mean, people, I keep seeing mocks that say, you know, or or have tight ends going to the Packers at 15. I just think that'd be crazy. I mean, that'd be so against what the Packers usually do. Although they took an off-ball linebacker last year, so who knows? Uh, Rob, thanks again for the super sticker. I appreciate it, man. Can Lafleur run his offense now that Aaron is leaving? Oh uh, yeah, of course. Um, it'll look different. It'll probably look a little bit more condensed and a lot more motion. Will be my guess, and hopefully a lot more efficient. But we shall see. What I think we'll see the end of. My hope here, my prayer, uh, is the taking the play clock down to zero every single time. I think it will still happen on occasion. It just won't be a regular occurrence. Too old for this. Thanks to super chat. Just a Zach Tom Bombadil appreciation chat. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. Mr. Inglewood, thanks for the super chat. Why are the Packers forcing our owner out of town? Are you a Bears fan? Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. Can you give us your best impression of the guy from Favre Watch that told 12 would only take us to the toilet bowl? No way that guy is team love. Right. That guy is probably a huge Aaron Rodgers fan now. That's the best part of it. You got Brett Favre, who's going to take you to the Super Bowl. Or you got Aaron Rodgers, who's going to take you to the toilet bowl. And the best is Ted's reaction. Yeah, I'm just saying we're not we're, we're not going to talk about that. God bless him. St. Paul Kyle, thanks for the super sticker. Really appreciate it, man. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. Can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Carry the G Club members, Patreon members. I will see you at the top of the hour in our weekly happy hour. If you're interested in joining us each and every week, hanging out, having a few beers, talking Packers, and a few other things, happy hour every week for Care of the G Club members here on YouTube and Patreon members. All we ask is $5 a month. Gets you access to the happy hours. Here on, you know, on YouTube, you get all sorts of special emojis and fun stuff. Uh, it's the best during uh, the live stuff, especially with our live uh, three-day draft stream coming up. You're going to love that. Thanks a lot, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. Remember, April 3rd, the Cheesehead TV 2023 Pro Football Draft Guide. It's going to drop. It's going to be glorious. Tons of people work on this thing that are way more talented than I am. Hope you check it out. In the meantime, please hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. <laughs>